This is Katie Tangen with Egg Country Farm Credit Service and a look at your crop progress update for mid-June. USDA releasing their weekly crop progress numbers at 3 p.m. Central Time on the 15th of June. There isn't a lot of news in terms of crop progress. We're moving right along. Uh, corn, 95% emerged compared to 89 last week. That's slightly ahead of the five-year uh, average, but in mid-June, certainly not going to be a market mover. On a state-by-state basis, North Dakota remains the laggard. 74% of the crop is out of the ground compared to 92% on average. But Minnesota, South Dakota, and Wisconsin are all ahead of average and nearly complete. The bigger news with corn was the crop condition ratings. U.S. crops saw a four-point drop to 71% good to excellent. By sheer ratings, that's not a bad number, but it is really the direction the market is more concerned with. And a 4% drop is significant. When we see ratings drop like that, there's two questions we have to ask ourselves. And first is where uh, are the areas that are being affected and then why? And it's true that some major producers like Iowa and Illinois did see a two-point loss, but that's not overly significant by itself. Minnesota increased by a point. Missouri and Ohio both improved by two points each. Big losses were in Colorado, which was down 26 points. That's a huge drop, followed by Nebraska down 12 points and Texas down 10 Other states seeing losses were Kansas. Uh, That was down six points. Both the Dakotas were down five points each, and Wisconsin was down four points. So a few notes on this. Colorado and Texas both have had some very dry conditions, and last week saw some historical wind sandstorm issues that are known to have destroyed fields altogether. There's no doubt that's unfortunate for those producers, and it's going to be a struggle for them. However, neither of those states possess significant enough corn acres as a portion of the whole to really drive market direction. The rating system isn't weighted by acres, so these are just sheer numbers. Nebraska is one that will be watched. They have had some dry conditions, but they're not really in drought. They did have some strong storms, however, move through the state. A fair amount of hail reported, but even the 12-point loss still leaving them at 71% good to excellent. Next week's ratings will be pretty important. For now, the loss is resulting in some small buying in the corn market, probably some support through the next week unless we see significant unexpected rains or some other unforeseen demand-damaging event. I think regardless of what happens, heavy buying interest right now is going to be limited because we're still looking at a $3 billion bushel plus carryout. And so it's really hard to get anyone concerned that, hey, I really have to buy now because there's not going to be corn if I wait. Looking at soybeans, planting is wrapping up. USDA reporting 93% done compared to 88% on average. Emergence 81% compared to 75% on average. But again, it's mid-June, so no one's going to get too excited. Compared to corn, conditions were dead steady with last week. It's partially due to the fact that most areas' soybean crop is still pretty small. Um, More locally speaking, North Dakota, emergence 59%, averages 81%, so we remain behind there. But Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, all all well ahead and, and closing in on finishing up. Condition ratings, Minnesota was unchanged from the prior week, 84% of their soybeans in good to excellent condition. North Dakota down one point to 74% good to excellent. South Dakota down 6% to 78% good to excellent. Wisconsin dropped a point, but 85% good to excellent. Spring wheat crop moving along, 95% now emerged compared to 97% on average. USDA is also reporting heading progress now. That's 4% of the crop. That's behind average. When we break down what 
areas are where Idaho is 20% heading compared to 11% on average. But everyone else is behind. So South Dakota reporting 20% of their spring wheat crop is heading compared to 29% on average. Washington, 29% headed compared to 33% on average. Nationally, condition ratings just fell one point, so I I don't think we're in any danger there. And we're still 81% good to excellent. Locally, Minnesota, 2% heading compared to 8% on average. Their condition rating up 5% to 88% good to excellent, so a really good-looking crop in Minnesota. North Dakota, down 6 points to 78% good to excellent. 1% of the crop is heading compared to 4% on average, and we're still at 93% emergence. Winter wheat harvest is in line with normal, 15% done. Progress being reported as far north as Kansas. That state, 9% harvested, 8% is average. Um, Good to excellent condition ratings fell 1%, which is normal with harvest going on. The last thing I wanted to touch on here is the drought map, particularly because of the condition ratings dropping corn. And locally, the dry areas that we've had in Walsh and Pembina counties, those disappeared with the storms last week. When you look at Minnesota, dry areas of Minnesota have shrunk back. The driest areas now representing only 12.6% of the state compared to 176 last week. Total area of the state that is not in any stage of drought rose to 52.5% compared to 44.3% the prior week. So we are improving in those dry areas in Minnesota. But when you look to the far southwest, again, that southeast corner of Colorado, southwest corner of Kansas, the Oklahoma and Texas panhandles, pretty rough shape there. They are going into D3, which is extreme drought, and it does not look like they will have much relief. Six to 10 day forecast, we're still looking at very warm temperatures throughout the Dakotas, Minnesota, closer to average, and then Wisconsin actually looking at cooler than normal temperatures. And then kind of the flip with with precip, the Dakotas remaining dry, western Minnesota dry, eastern Minnesota, and then parts of Wisconsin expecting above average moisture. When we get to the end of the 10-day outlook, there are some significant rains going through the models over North Dakota, but that's still far enough out that I, I don't know we can count on it just yet. If you have any questions, you can contact your loan officer or insurance specialist, and they'll get you pointed in the right direction. Otherwise, you can visit our website at www.agcountry.com. This is Katie Tangen with Ag Country Farm Credit Service. <music>